Welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood Podcast. This episode, will review this past week uh, of returning to school, look ahead to our short Thanksgiving week next week, talk about the best thing that I saw this week, give you a nice little quote, talk about sports, uh, some big news with local sports having to end their seasons early, uh, talk about the T-Wolves and the draft, and Vikings, they're on a roll. Hope you guys enjoy This past week in math, um, on Monday, which was our last distance learning day, we reviewed and continued with looking at um, composite figures and how to find the areas of those. And those composite figures are basically um, two or more polygons sort of put together. So if you can just uh, visualize it, a rectangle with a triangle on top, and then finding the area of those two. So, you know, our method was to basically split them up into the shapes that we know how to find the area of, do those individually, and then add them up together at the end to get your answer. And that led us into Tuesday. Tuesday and Wednesday, actually, we doubled up on those days with the same topic. We looked at uh, polygons and the coordinate plane. So basically, looking at that coordinate plane, your X and Y axis, um, your four quadrants, and looking at order pairs and how to graph things and label things, and be able to find the perimeter and area of these shapes on the coordinate plane, you know, and also being able to like uh, move them and just the distance between things. So uh, I really enjoy using the coordinate plane and just the graphing because it's fun. Um, and I think the kids liked it too, but that's what we did on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then Thursday, I sort of used that day as a, a day to tie everything together and also as a work day for some that needed to get some work done that uh, I guess late work you could call it from over distance learning but then yesterday we looked at on Thursday um, the area and perimeter of squares and rectangles on a coordinate plane so they had to graph these squares and rectangles yesterday and then be able to identify the area of them or uh, perimeter and then today for uh, distance learning we reviewed composite figures and we played our initials game and I gave them an assignment on the coordinate plane and basically just following directions. Here is the coordinates four or five. Okay, go mark that and then what happens if you move down three units? What is the new coordinate? So that's what we did today. Looking ahead to Monday of next week, uh, we will be reviewing Monday. We will be playing a Jeopardy game on Monday, reviewing chapter four. Plan is to take the test on Tuesday so chapter four tests on Tuesday, Wednesday, it'll be an early out day, dismissals at one o'clock. Uh, we will be looking at some Thanksgiving math type stuff in math. So that's what we have uh, coming up after that, or after this week. And then I guess I'll look a little bit farther ahead. The week after Thanksgiving, we'll be starting with ratios and rates and fun things like that, proportions. So have a great weekend. <laughs> The best thing that I saw this week was uh, something we did in our, our my homeroom, and I know that the rest of the sixth grade ended up doing it too, uh, but they took a Enneagram test. So the background on this is uh, all the staff members took an Enneagram test. It's basically a personality test, and it breaks you down into, um, I want to say it's nine, yeah, nine types, and just here are the examples so like type one is the moral perfectionist type two is a supportive advisor 
Type 3 is the successful achiever. Type 4 is the romantic individualist. Type 5 would be the investigative thinker. Type 6 is the loyal guardian. Type 7 is the entertaining optimist. Type 8 is the protective challenger. And then type 9 is the peaceful mediator. So um, we as a staff, we took this and then um, we have signs outside our door that tells you what numbers we are. And they want the students to take it too. So then there's going to be signs around the school for staff members to sign, student, uh, students to sign so we all can see that we're alike, you know, things like that. And then there's also stuff with what famous people are, what type they are in this personality uh, test. So we took it on, I want to say it was Wednesday. And it was just so interesting to see some of the results of students can't couldn't believe that's what they got. They go, is that really how I am? And I'm like, yeah, that's like, maybe we, you know, just need to like sort of admit to the type of person that we are. I mean that in a good way, right? Like we just sometimes try to be someone we're not, right? So these uh, can match up and surprise some of us or, you know, these results can be exactly what you thought. And I, I was quite a few in my class that they came and told me right away what they got. And I, that I would have guessed that right away. Like that totally makes sense. So um, sorry about the interruption with that, but I totally believe this is an accurate thing for, for me. Um, I was a type three. So what a type three is, is it's a, uh, as I said before, sorry, the successful achiever. So uh, when I look at all that stuff, like it just totally um, makes sense. And I totally believe this, but it was fun just to see the different results from the students. And then uh, just like comparing them to each other and seeing that. And then, like I said, outside the library, they, they list the famous people. So then we went through um, on my computer I got the link to the website that showed all the famous people for each type. So I we went through as a class and I just showed them all that. And I think it opened a couple of their eyes. But great activity. So if you get a chance, ask them about the Enneagram. Because I do believe the school as a whole will be doing um, more things with this. Maybe more activities or uh, just ways to promote. You know, we're all unique. But we're all same, you know, same at the same time. So... My quote this week isn't exactly a quote, but it's something I got in an email the other day, and it's right now it's it's been updated, but this is what it says. There's only six Mondays left in 2020. You know, how you choose to use them matters. That's what it says, and I, I thought about it, and I'm like, wow. You know, Monday is a big day, because it sort of dictates how your week's gonna go, and we all observe Mondays differently, right? Um, some people observe it as, oh, it's the day after the weekend. Oh, the week starts where other people view it as, you know what? It's Monday. It's the first day of the week. This is going to tell me how my week's going to go. Like, let's attack this week. Let's have a great start, right? Because it gets you going. Because we all like, not let's not say weeks. Let's say days. We all like having a good start to our day. Or like, for example, me this morning, I uh, got up extra early because it's Friday. I got to be to school early. But I had a great, got a workout in. Um, you know, I was ready to go ready to leave my house way earlier than normally was and like I just had a lot of energy it was a good start to my day I feel great right now I've been carrying it over throughout the day like when you have those good starts to your day to your week it's just it's huge because it like I said it dictates how that week's gonna go so with this message you know there's only six Mondays left in 2020 how you guys ch choose to use those matters like it's you 
you know, if you want to have a bad week, then look at Monday in a negative way. If you want to have a great week, you know, look at Monday as, you know what, I'm going to attack this day, do the most that I can, do the best that I can, have a great attitude. And you know what, those, I, I guarantee you're going to be more productive. You're going to be more successful in that week. Um, so, you know what, make the rest of this year like the best of the year. And I actually just stole that from the guy because that's a great line, but make the rest of the year the best of the year. Because we all know how 2020's been. It's been a train wreck, right? So let's have a great ending to it. I mean, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I know we'll, this year will always remember, but we could end this year on a high note. And you know, a lot of it falls on us. It's what we choose to do. So like I said, six Mondays left. You gotta make a choice every week. What do you do with those Mondays, right? Um, how you choose to use them will matter on how that week plays out. Sports this week. So news came down Wednesday. And with Governor Walls doing what he's doing, uh, there's going to be a pause on high school sports, which is going to end football. It's going to end volleyball. And it's going to cause uh, you know winter sports to start later. And sad... Uh, tough, you know, for the seniors, for the, all these kids that have put all the time in. Um, but I just think I needed to talk about that a little bit. And, you know, how is that going to affect moving forward? For example, like, what's that going to do for winter sports? Now that it's starting later, is that going to push over into spring, you know, which will affect my softball season? Um, you know, it's, how do you crown section champs? Like, I know Barnesville football, you know, they had a great chance to win the section. Well, they're not going to get a chance to play for it, but do they just leave it as this year nobody won the section? Or do you just give it to the one seed if they're still alive? Like, there's so many questions for the volleyball team. Do they, are they able to crown a conference champion if they played enough conference games? You know, so uh, it's really s sad and tough, but at the same time, I'm happy that, you know, these teams are able to schedule, like, tonight, Friday, one more game. So they're they're able to end it. You know, some of these seniors are going to have a little bit of closure. It's not the closure they wanted, right? But it is some sort of closure. So I'm happy that Barnesville gets to play Warwood tonight at home for football that ended on that. And I'm happy that the Barnesville volleyball team gets to uh, play Breckenridge tonight at home just one more time for, you know, the seniors. So uh, wish them luck tonight. Uh, something happened just the other day, too. NBA draft. Uh, how exciting was that, right? Um, Timberwolves, number one pick. I thought they made the right choice with Anthony Edwards. Uh, hopefully he pans out. found it interesting. He made some comments before. It was something about, uh, you know, he doesn't love basketball, which I think any team that's picking number one and a guy you want to pick comes out and says he doesn't love his sport. That's a little concerning. But uh, I think he fits in well with what the Teals want to do, so hopefully that works out. They brought back Ricky Rubio. We all know who Ricky Rubio is, so hopefully, um, you know, he fits in. And then uh, we got to talk about the Vikings. Excited for them. What, three in a row now? Three and oh against well not three and oh, excuse me. It's three in a row, but they did all three of those games against the NFC North. So, you know, they're peaking at the right time here. They gotta continue this, obviously. And the Cowboys are a good opportunity too. And you know, the win this week against the Cowboys, you get back to five hundred. Once you're at five hundred, you know, five and five, it, you're zero and zero again. You're sort of starting over and you know, you can rewrite the second half of the season that way. And they got a chance because you know, there's a couple teams ahead of them, but like you look at the Cardinals, you look at the Seahawks, you look at the Rams, they're all about the same six and three, six and four. Well, those guys got to play each other a bunch of times. So that's going to even out there. 
Um, you know, Vikings just need to keep winning, and I guess all they can control is one game at a time. So I think uh, hopefully they'll win this weekend, and then we'll just keep moving forward from there. And you know, I hope by that Christmas Day game because they're supposed to play at New Orleans on Christmas Day. Let's hope that is a significant game. So there's something really fun to watch on Christmas Day. But uh, excited for the Vikings. They're young, you know, playing some guys that are, you know, undrafted guys on defense too. And they're still, Zim's doing a heck of a job. So let's hope uh, they just keep, um, keep it rolling. And with that, my watch has ended.